Undiscovered Planet Podcast. Hosted by and Nick Stefani. Love you long time. I love you long time as well, Damo. But Damo, I've got to say, is not in the studio. Do you know what? I actually don't know where Damo is. Jo- Josh, do you know where Damo is? No, he doesn't know. I wonder if Emma knows. Hold on a minute. Let's have a look. If I just do this like this, and we'll say, hello, who's there? Hello, is this Mr. Nick Stefani? <laughs> yes, Damo, there you are. Where are you, Damo? Because you're... Josh said that you're not in the studio. You were in a freaking no. car. Mm-hmm. I am that. I'd like to tell you where I am next. Where are you, Damo? Come on, let's 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 get in a. You know, let's just tell a, tell the listener where you are. No. Oh, for goodness' sake! I can't see me. To keep telling you this. But are you oh, are, are you? I know. Last week we were talking about your um. Because it looked like when you videoed in, it looked like you were abroad somewhere, and you no you, you just could not tell us what you were doing or why you were there. Are you some sort of secret agent? All I can tell you is I'm in a different location than I was last week, and it's getting deeper, the situation is. But that's all I can say. That's all I can say. It's getting deeper. You're in a different location mm-hmm. to last week, and it's getting deeper. Mm-hmm. Mm. Is that a clue? I'd, no comment. Damo, come on, please. I can't say. I can't say. Oh, All for I goodness say, sake. I'm, I am travelling. I'm travelling at this moment. Uh, we're in a vehicle, all blacked out windows. So we can't say where we are or where we're going. Come here, guys. Oh, they, they, they <laughs> can't even say they're with me. They can't even say they're with me. Uh, so, okay, are you, a dri- are you driving or are you a passenger? I am a passenger at the moment right okay all right well i don't think it's wise to continue talking about that because if you know the the wrong sort of people mm-hmm. you know i don't i i, I want to have a happy life damo be very careful not to say any trigger words that's what you've got to be careful not to say right okay like bombs terrorists yeah that sort of thing yeah, yeah stay stay clear of 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 those. Prince Andrew, anything like that, pick up on it straight away. <laughs> straight away. That's probably one of the worst ones, actually. Oh, my goodness, mate. I don't know. Well, Yeah, hello. Thanks for listening. Yeah. I don't know. Cheers. Leave a review. Bye. That, that's right. Now, listen, Damo, today I think we, we, we're going to talk about how we got involved and, and what sparked our, the, the interest of the paranormal you know and you know a lot of people don't realize but the paranormal actually covers quite a a wide spectrum of unusual things it certainly does mate i think most people when you say the paranormal they go ghosts and that's kind of as far as you get that's right whereas by definition the paranormal is anything that can't be explained with normal uh, rational thought or processes or sciences some of Mm. the Outside of the norm, so yeah, you name it, mate. Bigfoot, uh, megalodon, UFOs—they're all they're all classed as paranormal. Yeah, no, oh, absolutely. I mean, I think I mentioned to it. Uh, I mentioned on the show where my first first paranormal experience. You know, well, do tell us again. Do tell us again, please. Yeah, well, it's basically. I mean, I always say this, right? But then 
what I'm about to say, I'll I'll, I'll go further into it. But okay. I was working at uh, the Royal Theatre in Northampton. On I was show crew, so I was I was uh, one of the follow spot operators, the spotlight, and I had a queue stand, and this was during a show, a um, yeah, I think it was a matinee show, and my goodness me, my queue stand it shot across the auditorium demo. There was only me and the uh, the follow spot operator in that. Area. How big are these things? Just so just so we get an idea of what that means. What, you, how big are these? These Q stands, where are the Q, a Q stand? Is it, it basically you know like a musical? You, you know where you put sheet music on. Oh, like yeah, like I know what you mean. So, yeah. like imagine when you're a kid and you're doing the recording. That's right. Yeah. Like, okay, like a mic stand, but at the top it's got an area for a book rod. That's it. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. And, okay. I'm with you. I'm with you. And and this was quite a sturdy piece of metal, and. Okay. Um, yeah, so I had one, and and my colleague Rachel had one, and we just, you know, we had all our LX cues. So when the uh, stage manager or the, the prompt reader yeah. would say, right, okay, follow spot, stand by, LX cue one, stand by, LX cue one, go, um, and yeah, it was. I don't know if it was the first half or the second half. Can't remember, but. The stand flew across me, and God knows what would have happened if school children or or audience were because we were oh, where we were because it's in a repertory theatre, so we, we were right at the gods, right at the top, yeah. right at the top, um, the cheap seats, so to speak, um, and that could have easily hit somebody. Yeah. Uh, but how would you how would you explain that though, Damo? You know, you know this day and age where it's um, you know suing everyone left, right, and centre. I don't, yeah. think, don't yeah, yeah. think it was bad uh, that bad at the time, um, but certainly nowadays, my goodness me. Um, but can you imagine it? You know, you go to the insurance company and say, "Well, it's it's a ghost." <laughs> Yeah, but do you know what I would? I would love to get a copy of the show notes for that uh, particular show. I would. I've often thought about that, so maybe I'll I'll contact the theatre because there was a. a, What was what was everybody's viewpoint of it at the time? Well, I was petrified, so I went downstairs into the foyer. And explained, I couldn't. I was so petrified. It was my first experience, really. And I, I remember going into the green room after the show, and in tears and just shaking. And and the the stage manager Judy Cheeseman, <laughs> her name is. Um, she <laughs> Judy Cheeseman. That takes the best. Key, that Stop does. it. She's, <laughs> she. She. I know what she was. She was a cracker. She was lovely. And. Um, <laughs> Hey, cheer, might come on! I'm here all week. <laughs> yeah, no, she, um, she, she sat me down and she said, "Look, Nick, this is an old, old building, and there's been a lot of. I mean, the 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 famous or the the well known story about the Royal Theatre in Northampton is the Grey Lady that haunts one of the boxes." Um, and I remember going to sleep in one of the boxes in between shows. Were you meant to? 
Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I've never seen the Grey Lady. Um, there's a few cold spots, but, you know, put that down to paranormal, I don't know. But, yeah, she said, Nick, you know, this is a very, very old building, so don't don't feel, you know, stupid that this has happened. And I, do you know what? I thought that's so nice of her to, to do that, and, and it did. It put my... It put my mind at ease, but it was a very, very spooky, especially when I'm on my own and I'm walking through through that theatre. Oh, my! I mean, it's just tingling, (laughs) tingling. I've got to say, though, Dave, just just two seconds, Dave. I've got to say that I I often tell people that that was my very first experience of, you know, witnessing a paranormal experience. You know, yeah, event. And, but the fact of the matter is, when I was about, and I definitely was at primary school, and and we lived in a big farmhouse, and my my mum and dad had a huge round wooden table. And my brother decided to get some friends around and uh, decided to do a Ouija board, a homemade Ouija board. And I never forget this. I never forget this. There was inside the center of the glass. The glass was in the center of the table. And I saw, well, and this sounds ridiculous, but I, 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 it's unbelievable. It looked like a glowworm, a fluorescent glowworm in the center of that glass. What do you mean? I don't remember it moving, Damo, no. I don't remember it moving, but... Um, so I think that would have been my very, very first, very first, um, you know, witness of the paranormal. No, whether it was or not, I don't know. How can we ever know that? We don't know. But it's the one you can imagine. Do you know what? It's, I'm actually going to see my brother tomorrow. So I might, um, yeah, I'll ask him, see if he remembers. I'll see who remembers that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but you see, over the years, it's um, I, I did get, I want to don't want to say hooked, but I did get sort of like really, really in, into. I was living, breathing, everything was about the paranormal for a few a number of years, and um, I've realised it's okay to step away. You know. Can I ask you a question then? Though? Of course you can. Here's the question. You've had these two experiences at that, that young age. Yep. What, was the, what emotions were attached to them? So where, where, was the wonder, was it fear, intrigue? What kind of feelings did them experiences bring to you as a young nephew? Well, I don't... I, that's a very, very good question, mate, because I don't remember what emotions I had as a primary school uh, pupil. You know, when when I saw that in the glass, I don't. I, I can honestly put my hand on my heart, and I don't remember what I thought. Obviously, something triggered. It must have done. Yeah. It must have done. Um, well, if you if you investigate somewhere now as an adult, what yeah. you know, you're in a room on your own, for example. Um, it's meant to be highly haunted. What what what's there? Is it is? Do you still have fear of of something there, or is it just pure intrigue now? It's, I no, it's both. It's both. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I do. I mean, when I did Daz's ghost hunt, we went to the yeah. ancient Ramin, and yeah. we actually captured the door opening on its own, 
and none of us were near the door. There was just nobody else in the building. There was, I think, there's one, two, three, four. Yeah, four of us. Four of us. And after that event, they said, right, okay, Nick, your turn. You're going to stay in that room on your own. I didn't want to do it. I did not want to do it, but I thought, you know, this is why, uh, this is why we're here. We're here to investigate the paranormal. And that applies to anywhere where I've been, you know? Um, And it is terrifying. It is absolutely terrifying. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I absolutely love it because part of me does love it. But the other half thinks, what the hell are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> See, there's, there's nothing that stirs that emotion, that particular emotion, than ghost hunting, I think, being around the paranormal, because even if you're a thrill seeker, it's not the same, I don't think. I think, you, because it, there's an, an intrigue, really, where if you're a thrill seeker, for example, I don't know, you like the idea of jumping out of a plane, or you like the idea of being on, like, you know, rides with all the powers and that one, then that there is just like an adrenaline junkie, a thrill seeker. I think there's a different thing that comes with the thrill of being... I, w- I was putting the feeling like so you're, you're swimming in deep water, deep dark water, you don't know what's around you or yeah, below you. That's yeah. the thing I think you would Well, get. it is. It, yeah, it is. It's the unknown, isn't it? You know? It is but, the unknown. Yeah. And, and the feeling of, you know, you, you get that feeling. And this doesn't have to apply just to, you know, being a paranormal, paranormal investigator. It's the feeling of somebody watching you. And we yeah. all get it. We all get it. You know, you, yeah, you, you could get that when you're walking down the flipping street. It's embedded in the ladder from, from when we were cavemen. Apparently, we have this sense that we yeah. feel if somebody's looking at us because that's how we would basically have the, the upper hand on any fences that we're going to try and take us out. We'd have this sense that someone was looking at us already. Oh, damn me. How it's about we don't understand. Yeah. How about you? How did you get into it? Um, I think from I, I think I was interested. In the past, I had lots and lots of weird shit that happened in the house where I, I mean, my dad still lives there, right. but the house that I was out room, we had, it, was a new, it was a new house, by the way. When we bought it, it was a new house. So it wasn't that somebody lived and died there, but we experienced loads of things that I, I seem to remember when I was a kid. I used to hear lots of people talking constantly, like as though it was like the house was full of people and I couldn't switch it off. That wow. would be weird. That used to freak me out. Um, I can remember one night we were in bed. It was me, my twin brother, and my elder brother. Separate beds, by the way, separate beds. But we were all in bed, and the light bulb went in the room. And as it went, we heard the, the sound of like a man going, Ooh. Oh, like a like, Um I can remember one night I woke my twin brother up because I was shit scared of the door. Uh, both of us were really still off. And uh, I said, yeah, he was face And he goes, we should wake each other up. And he goes, toilet, just come and stand on the, the landing while I go toilet. Really? And uh, went, to go, went to go to the toilet. And as I walked into the bathroom, the blind that was down in front of the window didn't blow towards me because the windows were shut. It lifted up and pointed towards me, directly at me. Really? Like, there's there something that held it up and held it there. And I shit myself. Oh. And I, I ran out of the room. How old were you? Then I would have been about about seven or eight, something like that. Bloody hell! Um, then, then I've had um, got this loads me. I can remember one night I came in. I just had a drum machine um, for, for Christmas, and yeah. I got this drum machine and I was playing playing on it. And my dad used to have this habit 
they always had yabby when we were growing up and he'd come out from being out from the pub at Black or a Prague or something and he'd sit in his chair and he'd be going to sleep while he was saying, come on, up bed now, go on, off you go, up bed, and you go, yeah, that's all right, and he'd go, yeah, come on, bad. and he was like, every, every 10 minutes, he'd just say the word, come on, bed or something, yeah. and we go, yeah, yeah, be open a minute. So I was sitting there on this drum machine, just tapping away at it, and uh, I was kneeling in front of an old cupboard, uh, like with drawers on it, that used to be my great-grandma's, and it was all bent and twisted like a really old cupboard, but because it was an heirloom, we got it there, and the drawers were all to pull out. And I was tapping away on the drum machine, and my dad kept saying, come on, Dave, we're going to bed. And I kept going, yeah, it's all right, Dad. Because I knew he was just saying uh, a sound and wanted the sound back, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I heard a noise. I mean, I looked up right in front of my face where I was kneeling. The middle drawer had come out all the way, and it was right next to my nose. It had come out fully. Blimey. And I pushed the, the drawer back in slowly. It was quite a step, but I pushed it back in slowly. And uh, I was taking, my mum was, alive at this time and she was like Did you come and take the dog to walk with me I said yeah yeah so as we're walking off the front and down back of the, the house where the, the garden where we live yeah. um, I told my mum what happened my dad was always a bit of a, a pest taking kind of thing was like a laugh and a joke so I said to her I don't know what to do because the top dad is being laughed she said right. no tell him he'd be alright so I went back in and I said right dad and I told him the story what had happened and you were selling me go bad and I was just kind of ignoring you, and then the drawer slid out. And he went, yeah, all right. And I said, well, what do you think? And he said, should your grandmother have in the ship? She always does that kind of thing. And walked off. <laughs> like it was normal. Really? Yeah. Did, did he ever well, experience it before you, though, Damo? He never really told me about He told me that he'd had experiences. My mum had a, a crazy experience when she was younger, where my dad used to be a, a, a coffee. And uh, when he was out at work one night, and this is before we were born, um, she said she woke up. She was a tiny woman, my mum was. She was like she was less than five foot. She was tiny. Yeah. And she said she woke up, and uh, she felt something cold was on her ankle. She woke up and looked down. There was nothing there. Mm. And then a leg lifted in the air, and something that she couldn't see got hold of her leg and started pulling it down towards the bottom of the bed. And she grabbed the top of the, the bed, holding on to it, and it lifted her up. Don't know. Don't, 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 so, look, it's yeah. it's obvious. It was just somebody pulling a leg. Hey! hey! Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, so, so had, I mean, mate, I, I could keep reading off stuff that's happened to us. Um, we had a really bad experience with a Ouija board once, but that was very stupid force. Um, yeah. Which put me off. And I've never touched a Ouija board since. Yeah, but you see, a lot of people say, oh, the Ouija board. I mean, the, the medium we spoke to a couple of weeks back, he yeah. said, do not play with Ouija boards. But yeah. my experience, Damo, and I've, I've, I've done hundreds of Ouija boards over the years. I have, yeah. But I don't know, maybe I've been lucky then, if, if there really is something in it that well, you shouldn't do. It comes down to intent. Mm. So... It's like you can have a piece of paper and write all the alphabet on it and the numbers, and if you intend to speak to a spirit, then the intent's there, then you, you, the, the idea can open it, which is why if you can get a group of people who don't believe in it and think nothing's going to happen, it won't, because the intent is not there to it. So I, but when we used to do them, because me and my mates growing up, we thought we were the dog's bollocks. 
We we wanted to do things better than everybody else, harder yeah. than everybody else, okay. crazier than everybody else, and we always try to outdo each other. So we we devised our our this was our normal session of the um, of the Ouija board. Yeah. My mum and dad had an old caravan inside the garden where we lived. And what we used to do is we used to get this and put the board out, which we'd written the alphabet and everything all over because the, the numbers of that. We we got the alphabet, uh, the glass. We always used to blow into the alphabet. Uh, so sorry, into the glass, the alphabet. Blow into the glass because we were putting life into the glass. This is how we saw it. Then we used to chant, open the gates of hell, let all the evil spirits out. If there's somebody there, please go to yes. Bloody hell. Open the gates of hell. Like all, we kept chanting that over and over again, all of a sudden. Mm, and we waited God. until it started to move, then we stopped. So when you look back now, we intended to speak to some negative, negative. demonic. That's what mm. we were doing. Yeah, yeah, we were asking for that. So it was no doubt, you know, the, you know, no surprise that when we started to get things come through, we had some... In fact, we had one experience there, right, in this caravan, that I, this is even weird, I have no memory of whatsoever. But the other people there do, and it was really horrendous. I don't know why, but I've blocked it out and can't, I can't remember it. To the point where I've actually questioned if they were lying to me, but you swore the on, and it happened. That was, they reckon that the caravan started to shake quite violently, and the doors, the windows were all rattling in that lot. Oh. Um, and then one of them opened the door up to get out, and I was able the door to get out because it was a sunny day. Yeah. Um, stopped. Everything has stopped. But it's like, it's like the caravan was being ragged and shaking and like we were in like a massive thunderstorm or something. It was all house breaking loose. A couple of doors were flipping in and out and that lot. And then Ooh. one of them hit the door for the out. As soon as he touched the door, it stopped. But I can't remember that at all, which is weird. But they all can. Wow. They all can remember that. Right? You can't remember anything from that at all? But when one of them, they said, it was another friend of mine, not Bowers. Yeah. Um, he, he was there, but it was another lad there called Lee. Okay. And uh, I hadn't seen him for years. And he was like, hi, Lee, how are you doing? I was down making, we were chatting away. And he said, yeah, I never remember, I never forget that day. What day? And the caravan with the Ouija board. Oh, we used to do them every night, like it was our TikTok, our Facebook, you know, that was our thing. Every night we did it, seven days a week. And he was like, yeah, I can remember that time when he was really bad. And I said, what, what do you mean really bad? He said, the, the day when I told him the story, it was all, I was breaking loose. And because I didn't want to sound like I was mental, I went, oh, God, yeah, I remember that. Mm. But I can't. Do you think some do, 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 you you make a good point there? You, you know, people might think you were mental. Do you think people tend not to publicise that they've had experiences because of the oh, fact? Oh, definitely. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I, the amount of people who I've spoke to when I used to write for the the paper, did that for three years, and uh, it was a weekly column, and the amount of people who contacted me was like through the roof. For a start, he surprised you how many people, and the, the diversity of the people that contacted me was crazy. Yeah. Um, but the amount of people he said, don't mind again, and to do an article, yeah, don't put my name in. They even put the area that I live in, just, you know, change the area, change my name, um, you know, Steve had become Dave, long to become Fenton, you know, they, yeah, they wanted yeah. to distance themselves in much, but they had it. It wasn't like, yeah, look, it was a tongue and cheek having a bit of a laugh. They had the experience. And they were some crazy shit they used to get told when I did that. I, I missed doing it, actually. But mm. um, you people that took over the paper, and even though it was the fourth most read thing, they were like, yeah, we don't want to do that anymore. I was like, fine. 
I mean, I, over the years, though, now, I've I've been to residential homes, and the 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 overwhelming fact that I've you know concluded is yeah. that if you live in a property and it's cluttered and you you don't open your windows, your curtains, all that energy is just is like a breeding ground. That that's what I that's what I believe. Now You it, think you think it builds up like it charges up like a battery? I do. Yeah, I do. I absolutely do. I mean the I've just got to say that the houses that I've been to and, and, and the cases that I've been to over the years, a lot of the, the well, mo- the majority of them were people that lived in a really, really cluttered, untidy home. But apart from one, which this is, I mean, you walked into this lady's house and it was like a show house demo. She was immaculate, absolutely immaculate. And, and it was absolutely crazy what was going on at her house i mean she moved house then the activity started again then she s- slept in a tent in a garden for about two or three months Bloody hell. yeah and, th- and then we went in and i took a, a, a friend of mine that um i worked with years ago and we went into one of the bedrooms and we hu- this is we had no cameras rolling or anything. we were just there and we heard a voice. It was just me and him in the house. A voice saying, get out. Honestly. Right it, you know, it was ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. But this lady who uh, I'm referring to, she had light bulbs smash. Um, she had things move. Um, she, she, she never was physically hurt or attacked, thank goodness. Um, but yeah, it was it was very very strange, very strange. But I never forget that room. And, and funny enough, funny enough, the chap I was yeah. with was called Damo. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Damo. Good looking, then. I've never met, I've never met uh, uh, Damo. Looking enough. Oh, he's very nice. Yeah. If I if I was a homosexual, I'd say, come on, let's have a little tinkle. All over, yeah, like a rat. <laughs> you just, you know what you've done as well. You've reminded me of um, of another thing. And yeah. again, if you're going to make some, if you're going to make something about the paranormal, you're going to make it up as sinister as possible, aren't you? Because it sounds really scary there. That one. Yeah. But I can tell you another another time. Um, <laughs> I used to. I, my house has gone through loads of phases where things happen. For example, I, for about two weeks, building up to one Christmas, I always remember this. I used to hear somebody walk across the landing. Like shuffling their feet, like they got slippers on, across the landing towards the door, yeah. and then they walk back away from the door again to the other end of the landing, then back up again, and they do it for about twenty minutes. What have you got? Carpet on the landing? Down. Or was there carpet, or was it wooden? It was carpet. Yeah, yeah, no, there was carpet on the landing. Okay. You could hear the shuffling, forward and backwards, forward and backwards. Um, at the time, we'd be, this is with my ex, who we've got the kids with. We'd be in the bedroom, um, and we got one kid who, Dylan, and he was like, and he's, he's cotton that lot sides up. This yeah. was an adult shuffling. You could hear somebody shuffling up and down. Wow. And it used to get that bad. My heart was pounding, and I kept thinking, don't open the door, don't open the door. Because I'd hear it coming towards the, the door, and then it'd go away again. Oh, I set the camera up one night, but didn't, didn't catch anything on it. Yeah. Um, 
then, then I went through a phase where there was a knocking. Now, the knocking was weird. It used to knock at the door, right? It knocked at the front door. You'd hear, ding, ding, ding. It was always three knocks. Ding, right. ding, ding. And, and you, I used to sit near, like most blokes do in the house, is the old dark chair, you know, kind of thing. I used to sit by the, the window where the TV was, so I could look straight out the window. So I'd hear, dung, dung, dung. You could turn out to the right and look out. Nobody there. I'd be like, weird. So this used to happen quite a lot. And then one night, I always remember it, um, the knocking at the door, you're trapping. I went to the downstairs, we were upstairs and downstairs toilets. I went into the back area, into the downstairs toilet to go yeah. toilet. And this is just after we had the three knocks on the door, no one was there. I went in the back, I sat down on the toilet for a lazy week, right? And as I sat down, I heard, knock, 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 on the toilet door inside where I was. Okay. In fact, in fact, it come in and it knocked on the door. But the 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 we, one of the weirdest silly things I had one is that I, I I was sitting in the living room and there was a knock 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 at the front door. And I turned my head to the right, looked out, no one there. So I sat back down, knock knock knock, turned my head to the right again. I think it's like he's playing a joke on me, trying to catch me out, and there's no one there. I can see there's no one there. And as I sat back down in the chair behind me. In the corner of the room, right, so the chairs rattled in the corner of the room. Mm. It was like someone stood behind me and he heard a voice say, You're right. Like, wow. like a farmer saying, You're right above me. Head. I checked really? myself. So, yeah, so weird shit laughs happen all the time in the house. So I can't just put my finger on it. And now I can laugh at it, but even then, when you have look going, You're right. I've checked myself. <laughs> I, can, I did yeah. check myself. Yeah. Oh, I bet you yeah. did, yeah. My goodness me. Wow, it's, it's interesting. Isn't it interesting though that you know some hauntings are? You, I wouldn't say. Well, obviously that's not physical. It's, it's it's audible, but how how it varies from one case to to another. It, it is. I mean, it, we've um, we we interviewed Jason Bray between us, Father Jason Bray. Did we do that? No, that was you. If not, we can get him on. Yeah, yeah that, I think yeah, get him on. Talk He's got a fascinating take on things because he, his belief is that we have real haunting, which mm. are spirits. Then we have um, residual, which is just things played over and over again. Yeah. And then he believes in his religion that um, poltergeist activity isn't paranormal, as in it's ghosts, mm. it's human, it's energy. So when you were talking then about houses that are full of clutter and everything, yeah. if there's like angst in the house, then that can generate enough energy to create poltergeist activity. So he would argue that if you were a messy house or you in a, a dysfunctional family, you've got more chance of poltergeist activity, activity yeah. because it's yeah. humans that created like telekinesis. Te- I was than- just going about to say that, Damo, yeah. telekinesis. Yeah, absolutely. Gosh. So yeah, it, 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 look, this is why we love it so much. It's, 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 it's fascinating. And you can, do you know what? You can never ever stop talking about it because there's always new stuff happening all the time. Mm. Yeah, no, it is. It's. Uh, I still, I mean, like I said previously on, on, on the shows, you know, I always feel, no matter what, how big or small the um, experience or evidence is, you know, I always feel privileged that I've witnessed, apart from that very first time, with with, with, the, yeah. with the Q stand because I, I you know that was just crazy. Oh, absolutely! Um, I'd I'd, make, I'd love to see a ghost. I'd love to physically see a ghost 
They're like categorically yeah, I'm looking straight. I don't, I don't believe I have seen a ghost, Damo. I don't believe I've physically seen a ghost. Whether yeah, ca- categorically, we're, 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 I, think, I think I've seen them, but I categorically couldn't say. No, this is it. We don't know, do we? Entirely. Yeah. No. Whether we have or not is a different matter. I don't know. I would be. But, but I tell you what, my horse is alive at the same time, and I've been serious. Mm. I would absolutely lose control of my bowels if I saw one. It you, wouldn't be like a pretty thing to You don't know, though, Damo. How do you know that? Because I would. You might, have, have, you might have, have seen one, mate. You might have already seen one, and, you, you know, you just thought it's normal. But that's what I'm saying. If I saw one, if I was stood in a possession, uh, in a building, no one else around, and the solid being appeared in front of me, because most of the time when people see ghosts, the solid, it's not see-through, mm. it's not fire or anything. Um, I honestly think my body would just release everything inside it. Would, I do. Yeah. Well, well, there's only one way to find out, and I'm talking to the spirits now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Not now. Not now. I've um, the car. We'll all have to jump out. Are you <laughs> in England? No comment. Do you know what? Damn it. I should have phoned you because then I'd have, have, uh, yeah. have realised if it's a uh, UK. Yeah. 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 Oh, damn yeah. it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, oh. keep, keep trying to figure out what's going on. Look, eventually, I'm sure it will come out. Well, Actually, you're not. Anything, but... I know where you're based in Stoke on Trent. You're not too far yeah. from Cannock Chase, are you? So, oh, hang about Cannock Chase. Now, we did Ooh. say <laughs> on a show that yeah. you would go to Cannock Chase whilst I'm all cozy, cozy in the studio. Mm-hmm. Is today that day, Demo? Are you at Cannock Chase? Well, Nick, I cannot confirm nor deny where I am. That's a yes, then. That's got to be I yes. Know, I, I didn't say yes, did I? Have you seen any black-eyed peas? I mean, black-eyed children? I've been listening to black-eyed peas. That's about as far as I got with that. <laughs> I can't say, mate. I can't say. I've got to keep it. Why can't you say? T- come on. Why can't you say? What's the reason? What is the reason? Because it's such a big... Thing that's happening, case things that's happening. I can't get into it, mate. I can't get into it. You know what I mean? We're supposed to be partners. I'd love to. Here. We're supposed you know to be partners. Right, okay. It's where, yeah. You loose do, lips, listen, you, you do what you got to do, right? Um, and, yeah. you know, we we all love you and we all miss you a long time. All right? Oh, I love you. Love all you a long time. Listen, Damo, what about um, spooky films? Have you got a favourite paranormal film? I really like um, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. I think that's a brilliant film. Yeah. Okay. Because it's been filmed in such a way that it doesn't doesn't glamorise, it it doesn't make it Hollywood. Uh, It's just, this is a case, it's a true case as well. And it leaves it wide open at the end because mm. unless you've seen the film, it's not it's not a spoiler, but yeah. it's the case of um, a, a girl that became apparently possessed, and ultimately she she died. Um, and it's the story of like looking out from two points of view, points because it was a court case involving the priest who, who, who did the exorcism, yeah. and it's looking at two sides whether it's paranormal or it's mental health, and so it kind of films it in a way that it leaves it wide open, even at the end, it's wide open to just say, now you decide. Wow. So it doesn't glamorise it. It doesn't make it look like all Hollywood. It, it just it's delivered in such a beautiful, beautiful way and well acted. And 
that, I mean, obviously the Exorcist is a classic, and I think it'll ever be outdone. The Exorcist is just broke the mould for, mm. for horror movies. Well, um, I remember, then, oh, I, I do yeah. remember uh, watching Blair Witch when that first came out, and yeah, I had the opportunity again to watch it again on my own. And I didn't. I, yeah. cho- I chose not to because I, at the time I lived in a lovely little cottage um, on my own and in the middle of nowhere, surrounded by woods. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's I, weird. It it's is weird. weird but, but, but you see, if, if I, for example, if I watched that tonight, I'd be absolutely fine with it because I've, you know, I've, I've seen it God knows how many times. But I probably also, and I'm being totally honest here, Part of me would find it a little bit boring. Yeah, I think I think because obviously that that delivered at the time when it was the found footage kind of idea, and we're all new to it. So that's right. Like in um, mm. Paranormal Activity when that came out, everybody was. I can remember being at work and someone said, "You like the paranormal, don't you?" And I said, "Yeah." And he said, "Have you seen that found footage?" And I said, "We had about found footage. They found this footage of like this this activity that happened. Now they can't find anybody involved in it." So what do you want about? Yeah. So it was people were talking about it like it was real before it came out. That's right. People were saying you've got to see this, you've got to see this, and then and then it's the same with the Blair Witch. You know, when that, that came out, the same as found footage, you can't find them all. No, no one was concerned about the fact that if, if uh, you, you turned on the TV and saw any award ceremony, that all the people who starred in it were actually on the red carpet, but everyone's saying you couldn't find these people who died. All marketing, so, marketing hype. But, but marketing really, really well. I think if there was footage out there, you know, is is example. I'd be more comfortable sitting and watching that than these like um, these records out there. I don't think get them on uh, MP3 and that one. I download, mm. but these records out there I used to be able to get that apparently were recordings of true exorcisms where there was demonic entities talking. I think we played them before some of them yes, on the, uh, yeah. the show. Yeah. Now, if I sat there with headphones on listening to all that, I think that would bother me a lot more than watching a horror movie because if that is real. I, I've then got the, the voice, or I, I know the sound yeah. of it in, in your in home. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, mm. and, that, and that that bothers me because again, there's intent with it. Are you drawing it into your house? So that would probably that would probably bother me a bit more um, than anything else. I think I think I'm getting incoming calls as well. You <laughs> put them on. Let's get them on the show. <laughs> Right, well, um, listen, look, I'll tell you what we'll do, because I know you're on the road. I've got yeah. a Stepani's Supernatural Quiz, and it's all about spooky films, all right? Okay. Last week, yeah, Damo, yeah. you only got four out of five. Will you get five out yeah. of five this week? Come on. I, I, I think I will be, mate. You think you will? Okay, so yeah. you know the rules, Damo. You know the rules, boss. So if you give me a correct answer, you'll hear this noise. That's correct answer, Damo. You're a clever boy. Well done. <laughs> if you give me an incorrect answer, Damo, this is the noise that you will hear. That's incorrect, Damo, you silly boy. Okay, thanks to Wayne from Oxfordshire for that, providing that. If you Thank would you. like to give us a soundbite, we'll, we'll organise it. It's not a problem. It's quite simple. Uh, just pop us an email, undiscoveredplanet at hotmail.com. Okay, Damo, five freaking questions. Are you ready? I am. Okay, question number one. Which film features a possessed child? Is it A, The Exorcist, or is it B, Poltergeist? 
15 seconds on the clock. So which film features a possessed child? Is it A, The Exorcist? Or is it B, Poltergeist? A or B, Damo? What's your answer? It's the uh, the fantastic Exorcist story on Linda Blair and Reagan. Oh, that's I pressed the wrong button. That's correct answer, Damo. <laughs> you are a clever boy. <laughs> I am. Uh, I am. Uh, <laughs> Press the wrong button. Uh, I do apologise, you naughty boy. Okay. Okay. Question number two: In which movie does a family move into a haunted hotel? Is it A. The Shining, or is it B. Psycho? Fifteen seconds on the clock. So, in which movie does a family? Move into a haunted house. A, The Shining, or B, Psycho. Damo, what's your answer? It's The Shining with Jack Nicholson playing Jack Torrance. That's correct answer, Damo. You're a clever boy. Well done. Two out of five, Damo. Two out of five. Will you get three Uh out of five? Which film centres around a cursed videotape that brings death to anyone who watches it. Is it A, The Ring, or is it B, The Grudge? 15 seconds on the clock. So which film centres around a cursed videotape that brings death to anyone who watches it? A, The Ring, or B, The Grudge? What's your answer, Damo? Now, this is a good one because they're very similar films, I Mm. think. I think it's The Ring. You're saying A, The Ring. Is that your final answer? Yes, I think it's The Ring. Okay, let's lock it in. That's correct answer, Damo. You're a clever (laughs) boy. Well done. Well done. Three out of five. Will you make it four? Let's do this. Which horror film is set in a remote cabin in the woods? Is it A, Cabin Fever? A Fever, sorry. Or is it B, Evil Dead? 15 seconds on the clock. So which horror film is set in a remote cabin in the woods? A, Cabin Fever. Or B, Evil Dead. What's your answer, Damo? Mate, this is one of my favourite films of all time. It's uh, The Evil Dead with Bruce Campbell playing Ash. That's the correct answer, Damo. You're a clever boy. Yeah, you are a clever boy. Well done. Okay, are you ready for your last question? Let's try and make it, because last week you only got four out of five, Damo. Come on, you let us down. Okay. All right, let's, let's, let's try and get a full house here, okay? Okay, okay. Okay. Which movie involves a group of paranormal investigators exploring a haunted house. Is it A, paranormal activity? Or is it B, The Conjuring? 15 seconds on the clock. So which movie involves a group of paranormal investigators exploring a haunted house? Is it A, paranormal activity? Or is it B, The Conjuring? What's your answer, Damo? I want to say The Conjuring, but I'm not because I want five. It's got to be a paranormal activity. You're saying paranormal activity for your fifth answer. Please, Nick. 
Okay, you want me to lock it in? Lock it in. It's locked in. That's incorrect, Damo, you silly what? boy. It's Nazi. the conjuring, Damo. It's the conjuring. Nazi. Yep. Oh, well. Hey. Well, do you know what? Like four, four out of five for two weeks running now. Four out of five for two weeks running, boss. All right? Next week, I'm going to get myself a cup of five. Okay. Where I <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. Oh, my goodness me. I don't know. Oh, flipping Nora. It's been good to speak to you again, uh, mate, by the way. No, it's good. Really it's absolutely good. It is absolutely good, and it is good. Right, Damo, we've literally got about a minute left, 45 minutes on this. This is a short one today. Um, so I know I want to just squeeze it out here, uh, but I know it's not going to happen. So I ain't telling you. If anybody else can guess where no. Damo is, I mean, yeah. even if you do you know, get the correct answer, I don't think he's going to admit where he is I'll or what he's doing. The power that me. Yeah. But the uh, email address, of course, is undiscoveredplanet at hotmail.com. Yeah. Yeah. com. So until next week, take it easy, be good, and lots of love to each and every one of you. And goodbye from me wherever I am. Mm. See you later. See you. Bye. <laughs> I pressed the wrong button again, Damo. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Press that button, Josh. Undiscovered Planet Podcast. Hosted by Damo Sims and Nick Stapani. Brought to you by Screaming Head Productions and SPN Media UK. Today's researcher, Emma Bodley, has meticulously delved into the depths of knowledge to bring you this captivating episode. Sponsored by Studio 2 in Northamptonshire and Paralysis Escape Rooms in Stoke-on-Trent. Love your long time.